Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm in the mood for something just a little bit wild. God! Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. Stop. I want to share something with you. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. And how you guys doing? Welcome to the show. It's Hollywood in China now, baby. Oh boy, oh boy, the weather's getting better out there. I cannot wait. I'm actually going to do a moto vlog uh, today. Uh, members only chat is Saturday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I got the Queen Viper in the house, and that is China Dow. How you doing, China? It's Thursday. It's Thursday. No shit. You know what the calendar is, don't I you? I know. I'm, I'm genius. In your own mind. Yes. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm on day three. Of what? Day three without the phone. I know. How you like it? I'm loving it. <laughs> I kind of like it, too. <laughs> I ain't even going to lie. Why? Because it goes off like 9,000 times a day, and now it's quiet. It's quiet as hell. It's like the old mm. days. Yeah, for you. I love it. You should keep it that And I way. figured uh, I don't need a house phone, house phone. I got uh, my studio phone. I forgot all about that bullshit. But it's just amazing how much more stuff you can get done. Without having a phone? Without having a phone. I know. For I you. I love it, and you know what? You know what? With you, it's always my lifeline, my lifeline. It's like, dude, why is it your fucking lifeline? Because it's it's my outlet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your outlet for what? We got to explain this to people. Because I don't do anything besides go to work and go to home and go to Walmart. I mean, that's like what I do. So that's your entertainment. So this is entertainment purposes. That's the way you blow off steam. Yes. Just play that stupid game. I Well, yeah, I play my solitaire. And Why are yeah. you hooked to that stupid game? Because um, I'm good at it. And it's a game you play by yourself. <laughs> it's another thing you could do with yourself. <laughs> well, you know how to play by yourself, don't you? Yeah, I do a lot of self-service. <laughs> Life is like a gas station. I don't know, man. I think I'm going to issue a challenge. What? I'm not doing it. I'm not saying you because I know you won't do it because you're an idiot. But I think I'm going to inter uh, you know, uh, introduce a challenge to all our listeners. A three-day challenge. Get rid of your cell phones except when you're in transportation mode. You know, meaning on a bike or in your car. Get rid of it. Mm, good luck. How many people you think can actually do it? See, me, I'm very dedicated. You. <laughs> Just you. I'm. You know what? Right. I'm only gonna be using my cell phone for transportation purposes when it comes. Just you. You're. You're the only one that can do it. I'm just saying, cause you know, people like their phones. You like, know what? It's like just me. I like the peace of mind now. I like my phone. Just turn it off. Well, that's what I said. That's what I'm going to use it for, you dumbass. Don't I'm not, you hear? I mean, I'm not turning mine off. I'm totally going to epically fail. Well, it's not about you. Who cares what you're going to do? Okay. Because, you know what? You're a weak viper. J-Man's saying nope. 
<laughs> he ain't doing it. Well, you know, you gotta, you know what? If you have to listen to the show with your phone, go ahead and uh, turn that sucker on. But afterwards, <laughs> turn it off. You're going to get a lot more peace in your life. You're going to stay a lot more focused. Then Discord's going to be extremely quiet. That's not fair. Well, you're the one who's running the damn thing. Well, then you... No, don't listen to Hollywood. Don't listen to Hollywood. <laughs> because I don't know. It's just a different experience, and I think it takes you back to when all this garbage wasn't around and stuff like that, and it's just you get more focused and you have more fun. Everybody's out riding so much now that Discord's on the down low lately, so no, nobody should listen to you, because people need to be in there when I go in there. <laughs> How's Discord running for you? Good. Good? Yes. Very good. Well, that's awesome. Very good. But some people need to realize that I don't remove people. People remove themselves. So if they remove themselves, that's on them. It's not me. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Just putting that out there. Oh, you got drama going on in there? Sometimes. Well, it happens. Yeah. It's a Discord server. Everybody loves drama. I know. And see, without the phone, if you do my phone challenge, you won't have no drama. But then I won't have people to talk to when you go to sleep. Oh, my God. I couldn't sleep last night. I couldn't either. I was up, like, at 2. You know what? I was trying four. shocker stuff last night, you know, smoking the weed, and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't get to bed. You know, I have a freaking pit bull. With, you know why she comes down there with me, right? Because I have the window open. Yeah, she sticks her head out the window. And she sticks her head out. She falls asleep with her head in the window. <clears throat> and I got a snoring-ass pit bull in the window. So the neighbors can hear her snore. And I'm sitting here like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> it's like you got to fall asleep before she does. The hell, that's the same thing with you. Well, I know that. I got to fall asleep before you do. Well, that, this is true. And it doesn't help because I'm a night owl, so it doesn't work well. <laughs> but I don't know what the hell's going on here. I couldn't sleep last night. Yeah, I was up like maybe three times last night. I think I got a below average blowjob last night. That's why. Probably. It was below average. It wasn't good. It was not. Whatever. Well, see, there you go. It was not. It you was, just admitted it. <laughs> it was not below average. <laughs> it was below average. I've come to expect... A boom, bam, thank you, ma'am type of freaking blowjob. Uh, but last night was like, what are you doing down there? Well, it didn't help that the dog kept staring in the door through the grate at the bottom looking like she's in prison. Don't you hate that, people, when you're trying to do some funky stuff? <laughs> and your dogs Your dogs are at staring you. at you like, you know what? I wish I could do something, you know? Like, our dogs are virgins. Yes. And they're staying virgins. Yes. Because they're not fixed, so you're they're damn right they're staying virgins. <laughs> Until my pit bull gets in heat and starts humping my other dog. It's it's which a real that, funny that, deal. Like, it gets uh, tiring, but it's funny. But it that's coming, too. Mm. I, I, yeah, I've noticed. <laughs> so what is up with you women, man? Your blowjob standards are getting bad. They're, they're sucking now. It's well, yeah, a, they're sucking because we're supposed to be sucking. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not been a pleasurable experience for Hollywood lately. <laughs> Trade me in, whatever. Well, that can't be your answer. You Why not? It works. <laughs> you have to be able to improve on your skills. You know what? It's like riding a bike. You got to get back on the bike and start riding. Oh, okay. I got to try harder. You got to try harder. Okay. You know, if I wanted something like that, I'd get a blowdown. That's basically well, what you were doing last night. I, I could have been a blowdown. Well, maybe. I don't know. 
It was hot in here. I don't want to hear your excuses. It was hot in the house. I had the air on freaking 69. Ah, <laughs> 69. Nah. <laughs> so, so if you want to make it better, why don't we 69? <laughs> I don't want that in my face. Oh, God, whatever. I don't want to eat tuna. It's Oh, you're terrible. I'm nice and pretty there. You're nice and pretty there. <laughs> doesn't know. You're such false advertisement. Such false advertisement. You, you're mean. I'm going to go cry in the corner. Well, never mind. I am in the corner. Well, you're not going to be in the corner long. Because yeah, next week we're going to be uh, getting your studio ready. Yeah. Yes, guys, she's going to be out of my fucking studio. Mm-hmm. I'm so looking forward to this one. I'm going to be in my own room. You're going to be in your own studio. We're going to be setting it up, getting your panels on the wall, all that good stuff. I think it's going to be a happier show. Yes, it's going to be on camera. We're going to be able to put it on our YouTube channel over there. I, I just think it's going to be a different kind of experience because, you know what, I won't have you here. I don't have to look at you. Yeah, because then you could just shut the camera off so you really don't have to look at me. Exactly. Rude. I think that is the best thing ever. So then you, you know see- what? It's time for men to fight back against you girls, man. So, you guys get too what? damn complacent. No. You get boring. <sighs> now I'm boring? It's no fun. You're boring. You know, here we are telling people, you know what? You have to freaking spice up your sex life. Yeah. And here you are... Really? That's how I am? Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) So spice it up. What do you want to do? Can I tie you up? I'll punch you right in the mouth. Well, well, there goes my phone. (laughs) Not like there's anything to tie you up to. You know what? People in a monogamous relationship, this is the downfall. I'm telling you. This is really a downfall to a relationship is when it gets boring. So go back to your girlies. They, no, we're having a, you know, a psych session here. Oh, a psych session? Yes. Then why isn't our daughter on the line? No, we're trying to fix things here because <laughs> Hollywood, you know what? His other job is a sex doctor and we're going to have to learn here. You're going to epically fail at that job. I don't think so. I think Hollywood knows what he's talking about mm. because I know what a viper is. Okay, if you want oral, so do I. That don't work. I don't want tuna. And sometimes it freaking t- tastes like dead tuna. You're you're mean because that is such mm 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 no, wrong, wrong. It's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking in the mirror or some shit? No comment. No comment, huh? You got to make sure that sucker looks pretty, huh? It's gotta look pretty. It's gotta look pretty. Not like it matters. Nobody goes there. Oh, maybe if you got your skills back, you know, it gets somebody maybe excited. You your back. But your skills uh, haven't been there lately. Uh, you know what? That is what my <laughs> men have to deal with all the time. Is you women vipers? You women vipers don't hold your end up the deal up. Uh huh. Uh huh. I talk dirty. Horse fell in the mud. <laughs> 
Anyway, we're going to go to our first uh, music break, and then we're going to come back with a very serious subject. Harm was on today on the YouTube channel. Welcome back, Harm. We are all thinking about you, my man.
her out It was a Friday night I woke alone To get the feeling right We started making out And she took off my pants But then I turned on the TV And that's about the time She walked away from me Nobody likes you when you're 23 And I still more abuse my TV shows What the hell is ADD? My friends say I should act my age What's my age again? What's my age again? Drive home, I called her mom from a payphone I said I was the cops and your husband's in jail The state looks down on sodomy And that's about the time that bitch hung up on me Nobody likes you when you're 23 And I still wanna lose my bank phone calls What the hell is call ID? My friends say I should have my age What's my age again? What's my age again? About the time she walked away from me Nobody likes you when you're 23 And you still act like you're in freshman year What the hell is wrong with me? My friends say I should act my age That's about the time that she broke up with me No one should take themselves so seriously With many years ahead to fall in line Why would you wish that on me? I never wanna act my age What's my age again? What's my age again? So how do you like the Rockin' with Hollywood and Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem show? Unbelievable. I love you people. I hear them a lot. They're as talented as anybody and any players anywhere. You're listening to WMMRTV Rock On. Oh yeah, man, if Trump over there loves us, so should you, man. Make sure you pass the word on the radio station. You guys rock and roll. Now, we're going to get in a very, very serious subject here. As you know, we tackle all kinds of issues and topics, uh, stuff that goes on around the world. And yesterday, we were ending this show, I wanted to talk about cancer, how it affects families, what people go through, uh, as well as, you know, how long it's been around and stuff like that. And I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of personal stories about knowing people that have it or they have cancer themselves uh our prayers go out to grinch and uh harm and everybody else out there uh they're living through some stuff like this and i just couldn't imagine uh what it's like for them but cancer is a scourge on humanity let me tell you uh i i can't believe that we haven't actually found a vaccine or a cure uh, for cancer, and I don't care what kind of cancer it is, we should be technologically advanced to be able to fight this shit. Now, the earliest form or the earliest evidence 
of cancer actually and i bet you guys uh didn't know this again i love giving uh you know the background on this type of stuff uh a 32 uh 3200 year old skeleton indicated the presence of cancer uh that was estimated uh between 25 and 35 years old at the time of death uh 1200 bc and also the egyptians there was uh a papyrus called the Edwin uh, Smith, and that dates back to 1600 B.C. and is widely be- believed to contain the earliest known reference to a cancerous tumor. Uh, there's evidence of cancer in roughly 200 individuals in the human fossil record, which seems like a very small number. It's led to speculation that the disease didn't ravage ancient people like it does in modern times. But although archaeological evidence is rare, it doesn't mean cancer was non-existent in ancient times. But if that is the case, that it really didn't ravage ancient times, what does that tell us about modern times and the stuff that we put in the air, the stuff that we eat, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, Of course, you got cigarettes and stuff. Uh, for lung cancer, but there's a lot of other stuff like genetics that play a part in cancer. But I'm still at awe why we haven't come up with something to combat this hardcore once and for all. All the millions upon millions of dollars that's thrown in the cancer research, you have to say, you know what, where the hell's that money going? Why hasn't there anything been really done about it? Uh, I know I've known people that passed away. Uh, um, a friend of mine from high school, his sister was very young from uh, breast cancer and stuff like that. Every time China Dow goes and does a freaking mammogram, I'm sitting over here sweating. And, of course, you lost family members to it. So let's tell some stories and uh, get going here. Mm, yeah, my grandma and my sister-in-law both had breast cancer. Yeah, my grandma, you know, she 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 went and she uh, she removed a breast, and seven years to the day that she had the her breast removed, it came back. Uh, ended up turning in. She ended up getting skin cancer, and it went into the lymph nodes. It spread throughout her organs, and God, I just remember going to see her. Uh, and when it was on the skin, because she would be getting radiation, and they they had this purple liquid that they used to put on the burns from the radiation, and that stuff stained everything. And she would get so upset because this liquid that they were putting on her skin was staining all her clothes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so I would try and buy her new tops, mm-hmm. you know, and just to, like, throw one out and replace it with another one which is hard because her style was totally not my style but i was able to find stuff and uh, by the way breast cancer is a type <laughs> of cancer that starts in the breast uh it starts when cells begin to grow out of control uh and this is from the american cancer society uh Breast cancer cells usually form a tumor that can be often seen on an x-ray or felt as a lump. 
it's almost entirely in women, but breast men can get breast cancer as well. Yeah, that's very true. So continue your story. I just wanted to give a background. I mean, the when my grandma had her breast removed, she was like so proud that she like showed me and she had me and my mom come into the bathroom so she could show us that it was removed and I think it was just so she would feel more comfortable. And I was young, so it's like I had to really be aware of my facial expressions when she showed us because in one moment I'm thinking, oh my God, I feel so bad, I want to cry. But in the next moment, she was so proud and taking that step and showing us, you know, that she is missing a breast. So it's like I, I like had to step outside myself and not go, eh, you know? Mm-hmm. And because that's, I mean, you get, you see stuff and you're just like, whoa, you know? And so I had to like be like, Oh, look, they did such a good job, you know, because it's, but I mean, I was young, you know, so it's like, it was hard, but she was so proud. And removing a breast is a hard uh, decision for a woman. Uh, A lot of women that have what they call a cancer gene, they go ahead and do what they got to do before it even happens. Yeah. A lot of people, which I've been tempted to get tested to see if I carry the cancer gene mm-hmm. because my biological side, you know, I don't know that much. Right. You know, so it's like I want to know, but at the same time, I don't want to know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you want to, but don't want to. Um, and then there's my sister-in-law who passed away just like, what was it, two years ago? And that was a hard one for you to watch. That was, oh my God, that was probably the worst thing. That was about as bad as watching my dad pass. Because my sister-in-law and I were so close. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was very, t- very tough. And how old was she? Uh, she was, God, 40. She was my age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was my age. A little, um, actually two years older than me now. So 50. She was almost 50. She would have turned 50 the year she passed away. And one of the things that, and by the way, According to them, one in three people, that ain't good odds right there, will be diagnosed with cancer in their lifetime. Yeah. I That's mean, scary business. Yeah. I mean, we've we watching her go through it was rough. Um, my brother did everything uh, he could because the hardest thing for her between the radiation and the chemotherapy was keeping food down. So, of course, he did the 420, mm-hmm. but she... Um, she quit smoking cigarettes, so she refused to smoke it. So he was giving her edibles. Right. Um, like gummy edibles. And that works to get him eating. And, and it helped her. It really did. But it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she was diagnosed, and when she was diagnosed, it was already stage four. So it was a rough road from the beginning. Um, you know what I don't understand is how doctors can't catch this stuff sooner. I think a lot of it has to do with the person themselves. Like, I know when I found when I found a lump and I'd be like, Can you am I feeling this wrong? And I'd ask you to check it, you know? And do not hesitate to have your significant other women check your boobs. Exactly. Just saying. You know, I will be like all the time I'm like, I feel something weird, check it. You know. I mean, don't hesitate, guys. We women know what your boobs feel like. Let us check them out just saying but uh we had we had the scare 
you know, well, we're unsure. That's it, why the, I sweat every results, time you go have one of them the, damn uh, things. The results are not uh, conclusive. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Friday I think I'm I'm supposed to well, I'm supposed to be getting them done again. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what all is in line for me for Friday morning, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and you know, I went through cervical cancer, so that that was not fun. Mm-hmm. But they claim they got it all, so right. But yeah, watching my sister-in-law go through it was terrible. Um, watching her, because my sister-in-law's pride and joy was her hair. Right. Uh, she had long, middle of the back, stick straight, gorgeous brown hair, and watching her lose it was tough. Now, did she take treatment all the way to the end, or did she, you know, op out of it? She had treatment all the way to the end. Um, the last two weeks, she was too weak to go to treatment, and by that time, she was at at-home hospice. Mm-hmm. So the last two weeks, she didn't do anything, but she fought it as hard as she could. How long was she living with it? Two years. So it was aggressive. It was stage four, so it was, you know, the higher the number, the harder it is. Mm -hmm. At least that's what she said. With the technology, you think that they'd get a handle on some of this stuff? Well, her fear was when she found the lump, she was too afraid to go to the doctor, which is what... People don't hesitate. You find something that's not right, go get it checked. Mm-hmm. Like right away. The sooner the better. But her thing was she waited six, seven months before she went and got it checked. And by that time, it grew a lot. Wow. So she, that was the biggest thing. And she, I remember probably about two months before she passed away, she was saying, to, telling me what I basically just said. If you find something, don't hesitate. She goes, that was my fault. Mm. So she, It's our, uh, yeah. So that was, that was one of the things that uh, the impression she left on me before she passed was, you know, if, you, if something doesn't feel right on your body, go get it checked. Mm. And she said she should have went in seven months sooner than she did, but she was too afraid. Because her, I believe her mother passed from breast cancer also. So, so she, she had a gene. She had the gene. So she uh, she wanted to make, and she reiterated it because she does have a daughter. I have a niece, and she would tell her day in and day out that you need to go get that. You know, if you find anything, go, don't hesitate. Don't be like mom. You know, that's what she would tell my niece. You know, don't be like your mom. Go in and get it taken care of. Mm. It could be nothing. It could be just a swollen gland. It could be like mine ended up being those fibroids, fibroid cysts, which are basically Now, the, we're talking about the gene, and that is the BRCA gene mutation. That is what she is talking about right now. And it goes on to say... A woman's lifetime risk of developing breast or and or of ovarian cancer is increased if she inherits these genes. Mm-hmm. Uh, about 13% of women in general population will develop... Well, that's a high number, man. 13% of the population... Uh, uh, man, uh, by contrast, this is even worse... 
55 to 72 percent of women who inherit a harmful BRCA1 variant and 45 to 69 percent who inherit a harmful BRCA2 variant will develop breast cancer by 70 to 80 years old. Mm-hmm. So 13 percent of the women are well i can't just well it says women here of the general population is going to develop that but if they have one of those two genes it gets even worse yes so what kind of uh precautions should somebody take if they have that gene do they go and take that drastic action of cutting the boobs off um that would be a discussion that you personally would have to take with your family you know, like your significant other and your doctor. I don't want to speak for anybody when it comes to that. I personally feel that if I had that gene, I would probably do the deed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would take them off. Right. They're small enough anyways. I don't think I'd mess well, with That don't matter. And you know what? If you got a significant other that's worth a shit, they're going to stick by you no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, there's one case uh, where the son of a bitch left her high and dry yeah brain cancer brain cancer left her high and dry i'm glad he's fucking got all methed out and fucking strung you know he deserves what he gets yeah uh but you gotta be there for your significant other during this deal you know when something like this comes up you don't walk away no you sit there you uh you know you hunker down And you move forward with your significant other. That's why it's called team whatever, man. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when the person, you know, with the person you were talking about, when his ex passed away, um, he played the poor me thing. I hope he gets raped like an ape in that fucking joint. (laughs) He played the poor me and, oh, my ex-wife died. Well, she wouldn't have been your ex-wife if you didn't walk away from her when she was fighting cancer by herself. Mm Mm-hmm. You know. You know, you don't want to leave anybody high and dry. And and it does, you know, these variants that we're talking about, it does go by ethnic, uh, ethnicities and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but that seems like some scary shit right there, mm-hmm. if you ask me. And maybe you should be, you know, going to get checked for that one. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how big the numbers are, though. The numbers are way higher than people would think they are, to be honest with you. Um, I think it's something in the air or something, processed foods, whatever it is. I always blame the water. Or the It depends, you know, because uh, if they're saying it really wasn't that prevalent in ancient times, that means whatever we're doing right now in modern times is contributing to this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, remember that... Uh, what was that? Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. You know, where they discovered the pollution in the water and stuff. Was, was causing getting, people to get sick, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's actually, that's actually a true story. Well, yeah. Way. And you know what? I was thinking about this before I was doing this show. Our country, Russia, and all that stuff during the 50s and 60s were lighting off nuclear bombs like it was freaking candy in the uh, atmosphere above ground not underground uh john wayne actually died and a lot of the people on a particular movie died of cancer because they were shooting near one of these sites so 
the government, I believe, just like UFOs, they know they're there. But I know, I, you know what? I truly think that the government knows what the hell's going on, but they don't want to tell us because, like, uh, you know, Morbic and Sargent were talking about, uh, they're making more money on the treatments, that, and they don't want a cure. No, because the, they're making so much money on putting everybody through chemo, radiation. I believe there's oral chemo. Um, pills. Um, I remember a close friend of your, your, you know, your family. Uh, he was on the oral. Yes. Uh, oral chemo. I think it is. Yeah, uh, he had what prostate. He has them uh, seeds put in. Yeah, he gets some seeds or something put into him, and you know. I don't... He's been having that forever. Mm-hmm. But it's like there's so many different treatments out there. You know, you got to find the right one because not everything works for everybody. Of exactly. course. Exactly. But the the they're making so much money off of all the doctor visits, all the treatments, all the medication. Why the hell would they want to cure it? Exactly. We're gonna go to treatment and uh, some of the treatments out there, as well as how it affects the family. Right after this uh, music break. <laughs>
Hood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Oh yeah, make sure you get your books right now on Amazon. We also got signed copies in stock. Now, we're talking about a pretty serious subject here, and that is cancer. And we're about to go into what they say some treatments are. I am not a doctor. Uh, this is just some stuff that we're looking at and discussing a little bit from our viewpoint, our opinions. And that's exactly what it is, is opinions. If you feel like you have symptoms or all that type of stuff, make sure to go see your doctor. Now, some of these are, you know what, it reminds me of kind of like Star Trek when they went back in time for the whales and stuff and that one guy got hurt and the doctor came in and says you know that's medieval type of technology and stuff and I think that we should be behind you know beyond this kind of uh, you know this kind of treatments man cuz this is scary shit just looking at it and one of the deals is radiation therapy and from my understanding they have advanced where they can pinpoint the tumor and hit it with radiation. But radiation, uh, what it does is kill the cancer cells, shrinks the uh, tumors, but it also makes you sicker than hell. Yeah, and some people, like in my, uh, my grandma, when she had the radiation, she got radiation burns on her skin from it. Mm -hmm. So everybody has a different sort of reaction to radiation. Right. So that's know, where... Buyer beware. Well, yeah, buyer beware, but it is, it's also kind of seems arcane. Uh, not, they do have uh, other kind of pills and stuff like that right now. Uh, I believe that uh, Israel is one of the top countries in the research of this deal. But... That is usually combined with chemotherapy, and that is uh, really, I've heard with chemotherapy, uh, the treatment is worse than the disease. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, my sister-in-law said all the time that it was worse than having the cancer, because she would be so sick after, mm -hmm. and she she hated it. She hated it, and going through the... The going through all that was making her want to give up. Mm -hmm. It was her kids that kept her fighting. Right. Because she couldn't stand being sick all the time. She, it's, she, Some of these doctors get real aggressive with that type of deal. Yeah. they. Uh, she had aggressive. It was extremely harsh. I mean, I don't know what kind of medication she was getting through the, you know, the chemotherapy, but it was like... She always used to call it a double dose. I don't I don't know what she meant by that because mm -hmm. I never wanted to ask too many details. Right, you don't want to ask questions. I, I don't I, I never wanted to like intrude. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to be a like a, her support system. Right. So I really didn't want to get too much info out of her because I felt like I, to me personally I felt like I was crossing a line if I got too too personal about it. Mm -hmm. So, but she would always call it 
you know, she'd be like, yeah, tomorrow I got to go in for my double dose. Right. So I'm assuming that they used some form of chemo that was because of her, her cancer being so aggressive. Because when she passed, it wasn't just breast cancer. It was lymph nodes. It was in her organs. It spread. It spread. That was where they originally every- started out. Yeah, it spread. She had it pretty much everywhere by the time she passed. Now, some of the technology that they're talking about is, I don't know if you guys know what nanobots are, but they're so small that you have to see them under a microscope. And I guess they're developing something with them where they go and attack the, uh, the tumor to kill it. Uh, there's also uh, research where they inject a virus into the tumor, and that seems to be working. Mm-hmm. But personally, I think they know. I think they know how to do it. And like everybody's saying, they're not going to make their money at that point. Now, there is also immunotherapy. And again, if any of you guys, uh, say, in Discord channel in general are going through this experience, you guys know what you're talking about. So you can give some uh, pointers to everybody in the chat room. Uh, but uh, immunotherapy is a treatment that helps your immune system fight cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's the target therapy uh, that targets the changes in the cancer cells help uh, that help it grow. The hormone therapy, and very interesting, and this is something that uh, crazy relics uh always are against and that's stem cell re- uh transplants mm-hmm. and that has actually helped a lot uh the stem cell uh transplants uh restore blood uh, forming stem cells in cancer patients who have had their theirs destroyed by very high doses of chemotherapy and radiation wow Mm-hmm. And there's been people, you know, it's the religious zealots that say, no, you can't do that. Uh, you know, some stem cells are actually, you know, received from uh, a woman's uh, baby cord. Umbilical cord. Yeah. Yeah. So what's wrong with that? You don't need it. They usually just throw the stuff out. Right. I... But because you have religious zealots... That's pretty messed up. Uh, then, you of course, you got the biomark uh, testing. I really want you to do that one. I really do. Uh, that way I had to stop sweating. <laughs> hey, I'm going to the doctor Friday. I sweat I all ask. the time. And then finally is surgery. But I've heard from a lot of people, once surgery takes place, it spreads like wildfire. Well, yeah, with my uncle, uh, when he went in and they were removing a cancerous tumor, uh, my other uncle said that basically once he was cut open, it the air hit it and it spread. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of it is 100% true, uh, but that is what people say, mm-hmm. that when the air hits it, it causes it to spread. Right. But like I said, I'm not I'm not I'm not a doctor either. So right, you know, I'm just going by what family members told me about other family members, and I'm and all- I agree, Liz uh, or Grizz. The Bible is something that you want to be with. Uh, you want to talk to the man upstairs, uh, but at the same time, what the religious zealots don't understand is that the old man upstairs actually gave the knowledge to the doctors to help you. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, we can go down that path uh, some other time. Uh, but that happen. Uh, it happens a lot after surgery, I hear. Uh, but how does uh, cancer affect uh, the family? I think it must be very hard on the family. It's extremely hard on the family because, like, you know, let's say, out, you know, in my brother and sister-in-law's scenario, my sister-in-law was always the caregiver. And she's not used to being taken care of. Right. So the roles get reversed. Very interesting. That's just what it said. I mean, the roles get reversed. You know, my brother had to take care of her. Plus, he was working a full-time job. He actually, at the time, owned his own business. So it was a little easier for her with him because with him owning his own business, he had employees that can do the work. So when he, you know, had to take her to treatment and whatnot, he was able to. So, I mean, it's going to differ in every household situation, but it's a struggle just as much for the family as it is for the person that's got the issue. Well, you know what? It is a struggle, but you also don't leave them hanging, and that's always going to come back to me, that piece of shit. Yeah. You know, somebody like him, he's in the joint right now. He needs a broomstick up his fucking ass for what he did and the scenario he's talking about is a good friend of ours well was she passed she was a good friend of ours that was going through brain cancer and it did spread to her internal organs and she fought for years and he decided that he was going to leave her while she was fighting it Mm -hmm. and he because he couldn't deal with it he couldn't deal he says it's too much for him fucking coward okay it's too much for him how do you think she was feeling exactly uh so he up and left her and she had to go through it alone Mm -hmm. luckily she did find a male you know a new boyfriend Mm -hmm. that was with her through the rest of it and he should be given a medal for that shit and he he should uh he should be totally given a medal and i think anybody out there that helps somebody like, uh, I just saw that, you know, Sergeant Grinch put, my wife was more scared than, sh- you know, than he was. We are. Mm-hmm. As family. We're, we're, it's like, you guys are stronger even though you're sick. Right. You know, but it's like, we freak out. But. Now, when it comes to friends uh, and all that stuff, it says, uh, put one person in charge of giving medical updates, expect relationships to change. That's where you really know who your friends are. Exactly. 100%. Um, The hardest part, I think, for me with her going through it is the chemo weakens your immune system. So, like, the littlest sneeze or cough, you can't, she, like, wouldn't allow people to come over. Mm. So I didn't get to see her for, like, a year you know, the last time I saw her was on Christmas. The Christmas she announced to us that she had it. Right. And that next year, I didn't see her at all. And communication with kids, because kids get scared to death. Yeah. You gotta, you know what? You gotta be straight up with them. And when I seen my niece and nephew at the funeral, I've never seen two stronger kids in my life. Because they were prepared. They were prepared for it because she was straight up with them. My brother was straight up with them. You know, this is possibly what could happen. You know, they were honest with them through the whole entire thing, telling them step by step everything that was going on. You know, and the two of them, 
yeah, they miss her because I watch, you know, my niece's posts every year, you know, for her birthday and stuff like that, for my sister-in-law's birthday and everything and, like, her anniversary of her death. And I know she loves her, but she, the two of them were so strong. It, and they knew every step of the procedure. They knew every step of everything that was going on, mm-hmm. which you have to do. Exactly. You have to explain. Well, you know, for, again, for those that are fighting it, we're with you. Uh, you guys keep on being strong. Uh, serious subject on Hollywood and China Dow today. Uh, I know we banner back and forth a lot, but uh, this is something I really wanted to uh, cover out there. Uh, let me know your guys' thought over on Discord in the general chat room. Tomorrow's show, we got a pretty, you know, we're going to get off the serious stuff and get right back into some uh, interesting topics. We're going to be talking about the life of an escort. Hmm. And I'm going to give you some good websites if your, you know, <laughs> wife don't know how to give a blowjob. You better look into that. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Better check into that because, you know, I guess I'm epically failing. It happens. But anyway, you guys have a good one. Appreciate you guys joining us this morning. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, guys.